use what you have, right? Everybody puts this roadblock in front of themselves of like, oh, I gotta have this camera and these mics and the background has to look this way and that way and oh my gosh, and it's, and it's the disease of perfectionism. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast, your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing. Brought to you by redpandas.com.au. Now for your host and co-founder of Red Pandas, Moby Sadiq. Welcome to Inbound Buzz. I am your host, Moby Sadiq. And in this episode, we're back with another fortnightly interview. This time with the George B. Thomas. Now, if you've been a fan for some time, you'll agree We've had some pretty amazing guests on the show, and George is right up there. I have to admit, a while back now, I thought we'd pretty much hit our peak, but man, these guests just keep delivering. If you don't know George B, he's an inbound marketer, trainer, speaker, and he works with one of my personal marketing heroes, Marcus Sheridan at The Sales Lion. He's also a host with Marcus on the Hubcast podcast, and if you haven't checked them out already, you've got to pick up what these guys are putting down. It's truly world class. The only bad thing about this interview is it's too goddamn short, and I say that despite it being possibly the longest interview we've had on Inbound Buzz. Stick through it though, I promise it will be worth your while. Enough blabbing for me, but I will say one thing, check out the show notes at redpandas.com.au forward slash EP33, where you'll find every link and every resource mentioned. So let's jump straight into it and learn a thing or two from the George B. Thomas. If you claim to be an expert in inbound marketing and you don't know my guest today, then homie, you ain't no expert. If there was a diploma in HubSpot, they would give it to Mr. Nine Times Asterisk World Certification Champion. I'll admit it. I'm a groupie. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. George B. Thomas is in the house. You know, I should just do nothing else after that intro. Like, that's that's fine for me right there. I'll, I'll go home now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thanks, man. Man, uh, so excited to have you. It's been a really, really long time coming. Before I go any further, I'd like to publicly apologize on the air for accidentally stealing your voiceover guy. <laughs> Like, I swear to God, it's not what it looks like. I found him on Fiverr, dude. <laughs> so so here's what's funny is because we found him on Fiverr, too. Um, and that's just that's just the thing that, you know, can happen in this world of the Internet. But I'll be honest with you, Moby. I when I started listening to Inbound Buzz, which I love, by the way, anybody who is a one time listener to your podcast should be an all time listener. But when I heard the little intro, I'm like, wait a minute, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's uh, it's real funny because I was I was a fan of the Hubcast well before, and it didn't dawn on me until you started. I started hearing the promo uh, reels, and I'm like, oh my god, he's even using my background music. I'm like, as if that. Anyway, that's fine. That guy does what he does. He only gets paid five dollars, so it is what it is. There you go. So for anyone who has been living under a rock and doesn't know who you are, break it down for them. Get them familiar. Yeah, so you know, I, jeez, uh, I don't even know where to start. I've I've worked for agencies for a long time. I've always been into graphic design development. I've been nerdy. In 2012, uh, we won tickets to this thing called Inbound, which is HubSpot's you know premier event every year. And uh, in 2012, I realized, hey, I want to do this thing called marketing. Uh, it was new to me. I wanna I wanna learn this thing called HubSpot. And so I I really dove in, you know, with both feet and. Uh, 
that's kind of just led me over the last four years to where I'm at with with actually, and, and I love your intro, but it's it's really eight certifications and then uh, a HubSpot accredited trainer title that about 40 of us on the planet uh, own. I get to work for the salesline.com, you know, all day long and and train people how to use HubSpot. And and my goal in 2012, Moby, was to actually someday, and this this felt so not attainable was someday to actually speak it inbound. And uh, this year, I will be doing a presentation on how to be world class at HubSpot in 60 days at that same event that four years ago started this journey. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. And my first question, actually, and you know, you are quickly becoming the individual authority in HubSpot. And um, it'd be definitely remiss of us not to touch on HubSpot whilst talking to you. So break down what you will be talking about. I know you obviously can't give everything away here, but can you give us a few tidbits to get us excited this year at uh, Inbound 2016? Yeah, definitely. So there's there's five majors uh, that I'm going to talk about inside of this uh, this presentation that is how to be world class at HubSpot in 60 days. The, the first thing I'm going to talk about is how people should be training their brain, right? If you go to HubSpot Academy, there's a call to action for all of us to show the world that we mean business. But if you dive into the HubSpot portals and look at the amount of certifications and trainings that people are taking, uh, they're not really training their brain. And so I actually have a game plan or a road roadmap that if you're a sales professional, follow this. If you're a marketer, follow this. And and I'm sure that they will probably be the most tweeted slides in my deck because, well, it took a lot of time to build them and it is really that roadmap for the salesperson, the marketing person. But then also there's a little slide in there that's, but here's how to be the world-class roadmap that they can follow. The other thing I talk about in here is build a better mousetrap, and I talk about two different things in that. One is, of course, lead conversion, but another one that people might not think about is how to stay organized inside of HubSpot uh, so that you can save time and actually do more. There's so many clients that we deal with that are like, I just don't have time to do that. And I go in and I look at their lists and I look at their emails and I'm like, yeah, because you can't find anything. And of course, I don't say it in a mean way because, <laughs> you know, that wouldn't be nice. Um, and then I talk about creating content that drives revenue. I talk about tools that really matter. And then the fifth piece, Moby, I talk about is embracing the orange culture. That's the five majors. Now, I will tell you, there is a sixth secret. I, but I can't tell you what that is. They've got to come to inbound. They've got to come to my session. Uh, but the sixth one is really the one that I'm looking forward to uh, speaking about most, to be honest with you. Awesome. Awesome. There you go. And just on the world-class one, are you talking there more around, you know, because with HubSpot, right, and they've got a job to do. They've got, you know, for the majority of people coming into the ecosystem, um, they're coming with it not knowing what a landing page is and like real basics. So they have to start with, you know, real basics. So when you say world class, is that sort of really next level? Like that's what the extraordinary people have got to do and what you've seen work? No, this is more of like if you are just entering the room that day and you know zero about HubSpot, here's how you can take yourself from 60, you know, from zero to hero basically or from zero to world class. Uh, in the next 60 days by following these five tips and kind of the sections or subsections that are in those five tips of this talk. And and really, it's what it is, and I don't mean to sound conceited in this, but I reverse engineered myself. I looked at the last four years and what I focused on and what I've done and what I've taught with clients, and I just put it in a presentation deck, Moby. Yeah, awesome, awesome. With Inbound itself, uh, you've been going there since 2012 now and, and speaking um, there this year, which is so exciting. 
and there's but a few weeks left, right? So if you haven't booked yet and you haven't booked your accommodation yet, people, <laughs> either get ready to be ripped off or Airbnb in a <laughs> McDonald's car park, right? Because I don't know how. <laughs> That's it. We're do it now. But for, for the most part, for a lot of us who haven't been there, you know, especially this year, man, like if anyone, anyone listens to the Hubcast, they, they would have heard, you know, the, the dramas and the challenges, let's say, with Inbound. What's your advice to get the most out of it and not be too bamboozled by the whole kind of, you know, charade that is inbound sometimes yeah yeah so the first thing is hopefully you are already registered or not registered but hopefully you are attending inbound uh if so pre-registration just opened for the majority of folks yesterday uh and then starting in the next couple days will be that i would pre-register for everything that you want to do i'll tell you my calendar is already full of the breakout sessions and keynotes that i want to be at because i want to have my place in the space but other than that, and, and what might be what might sound counterintuitive, if you will, is leave space in your schedule. So for the you know 2012, 2013, 2014, I would always just pack breakout session, breakout session, breakout session, and uh, and I would feel like by the second day that I just wanted to like pass out from like inbound overdose, if you will. Mm. And in 2015, I realized that if you leave space. And you have those hallway moments where you get to talk to the other folks who are actually doing HubSpot, who are embracing this inbound culture, that there can be some really magic moments that far exceed that just, you know, 30 second breakout session that you felt like you needed to go to before you got there. And so if you happen to be with a crowd of four people, three people, one person, and it seems like it's going to be a moment you don't necessarily need to run off to that breakout session. You might want to stick around and see what happens with that. So that's definitely something I would say to the folks. Yeah, be present and, um, you know, don't be in a whirlwind. Yep. Yeah, good advice. Yep. Uh, before I move off from HubSpot, we I would talk about HubSpot. We're a partner. You guys are, you know, HubSpot next level. So we all talk about how great it is. But who is HubSpot not for? Who is Who isn't ready for HubSpot yet? Yeah, so let's talk not necessarily at an agency level, but let's talk about um, really the the customer, the HubSpot mm. customer. And and for me, it comes down to two majors. Uh, one that I look at kind of as a negative, um, and one that's okay. We can work with that. And let me talk to you about something else, right? So the first one is, if you're sitting there and and you're probably not gonna self-identify with this, but trust me, at first, and then you're gonna be like. If I'm honest with myself, that might be me. And so the non-fit person is people who want it to be easy and don't want to put in the work, right? Because what I don't want everybody to think is inbound and HubSpot is this kind of flashy new, you know, gizmo that just you plug it in and all of a sudden everything works right and you don't have to do anything to make it work because that just doesn't happen. So if, if you're ready to work, if you're you know, ready to get your grind on, your hustle, to have grit, whatever those words that you want to use inside of this tool, then it might be a good fit for you. Now, the second one, again, it's a negative, but I look at it as a positive because I can work with this, um, but you just don't have the budget, right? So HubSpot, Moby, it's not cheap. Mm. Like at, at the very basic level, it's a couple hundred dollars a month. And when you go up from there, it's like, oh, my gosh, for some small businesses that I've talked to, they're like, uh, my mind's blown because I want to do this stuff, but there's just no way I can afford it. And so, so that's really it. Either you don't want to do the work 
then don't buy HubSpot. It's like a gym membership. Why buy a gym membership and never go walk on the treadmill, never go do the elliptical, right? So know that you're going to have to put the work in and the time in, um, or you know you just don't have the budget, then you've got to look for alternate sources to be able to do this thing if you really want to do it. Yeah, you're right. Man. I mean, it's fantastic for SMBs and large companies, but man, you know, like you say, like if you're a bootstrapper, yeah, I think it's 200 US and for for us, we somehow always get stiffed when it comes to American products. It's 270 for us, right? It, it, it ain't going to cut it. But at the same time, it's the chicken and egg scenario, right? You, you've you've got to get started. So I'd, what I'd love to talk about, this is like the biggest softball question, but I don't care because this is so important. Please talk to the listeners about the new project you're working on that, on, that not only utilizes the biggest CMS on earth, WordPress, but it doesn't leave them what, with you, what you call a Franken system, right? Talk to us about that, yeah. please. Yeah, so it's funny because I think it was like inbound 2013. I heard Darmesh, you know, talk about you don't want a Franken system and uh, talking about how HubSpot is an all-in-one, you know, software, which is cool. And mm. anybody who has listened to the beginning of this knows I love HubSpot. I'll be in HubSpot as long as I can, you know, continue to be in HubSpot. But I saw that there is this space of these, you know, small to medium-sized businesses that can't afford to do HubSpot, but they do want to do marketing in a right way. They do want to do sales in a right way. And so it led me to do, A, a bunch of research, plus use all the education that I had gotten from certifications and just working with clients. And I started a little project called WP Inbound Machine. And it has a basic website, a launch website, WPInboundMachine.com. But it really is for those folks who have a WordPress website and it's just a normal site. It's not doing any type of lead conversion. They can't do any type of lead intelligence. They don't have any type of automated, you know, email workflows that would trigger when somebody filled out a form, things like that. If, if that's what you're like, yeah, that's my site. Then what we do is we have a training system right now where you can come in, you can say, hey, for X amount of money, I want to get, you know, eight trainings or I want to get 16 trainings. And I want you to tell me exactly what plugins do I add in or what, you know, third party software can I get that isn't expensive uh, to allow me to do these things that create uh, and I don't call it a Franken system. I call it an inbound machine because mm. that's literally what you're what you're building. And so it's really near and dear to my heart because I remember back in 2012, 2013, where inbound was a movement. And I really feel bad for those people who can't afford to be part of the movement. So I wanted to eradicate budget and uh, anybody can afford to do this training. Uh, anybody can afford the plugins that we talk about in this training. And we just kind of hold your hand and walk you through what to do and how to do it. And, and here's the thing. At the end of the day, once this gets to maturity, because this is very beginning, you know, like I said, it's a launch site and just a, a launch process that's built out. What I see and envision in the future is eventually it'll be a course and it'll probably be, you know, a fraction of the cost that is the training now so that we can even go lower uh, for anybody who really wants to do inbound. They'll be able to either take the course or get the training uh, and be able to start to market and sell like it's 2016, 17, 18, whenever they sign up for it. Yeah, amazing, amazing. I'll link that in the show notes as well. And uh, man, like if anyone knows anything about you, you just know how to do really good training. Like <laughs> how, why is your training so good, man? Like it, it, that's, that is one of your, your things, you know, like I, you just have this ability and you see this in your tutorials and everything, which I want to touch on in a second. Um, what, what is it that you do different that makes your training so cool? Well, so 
first of all, let me just say it's a gift. I mean, it, it really is. Like, it's just something that I've been able to kind of do. Um, I remember when I was really young and I was trying to explain to my father how RAM memory worked, right? RAM memory in a computer can be very uh, complex. And I explained it in a very basic way, not using any technical parts. I said, look, imagine a fire hose versus uh, a garden hose, right? And this is the amount of information, think of water, that can go through those two hoses. That's the difference that RAM memory makes to your computer. And ever since that day, I've been able to take the complex and simplify it. So that's the first thing that makes the training very interesting because I'm not trying to be the smartest cat in the room. I'm just trying to explain it so that you can understand it and run with it moving forward. The other thing that makes, I think, the trainings, and I'm glad that people think that they're awesome because I just get on there and I, I'm a goofball, right? I just I just be me. Um, and that's the kind of second secret is I just try to be George. Um, you know, I'll talk about steak dinners and all sorts of weird things, but at the same time, I'm teaching you how to, you know, add your HubSpot certification into your LinkedIn profile so that people can see that you finally got it or, you know, different aspects of the list tool or whatever. Mm. Um but here's what comes through is that I'm very passionate uh, about the topic, right? And everybody wants to think that the topic is inbound or the topic is HubSpot. But Moby, for me, the real topic is success. Like, I just want people to be successful. I want to be successful. I'm passionate about the success that these tools and methodologies will actually bring uh, to not only businesses, but the individual personal brands that make up those businesses when they actually start putting in the time to train their brain properly and do this thing that we call HubSpot and Inbound. Yeah, cool, cool. You talk about uh, edutainment too, and I'm a big, big fan of that. Um, yeah, maybe because I'm... <laughs> Maybe because I'm a lame dad goofball myself, so I kind of it kind of resonates with me as well. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I can't stand being bored, and so I will never. And if I do, somebody just needs to hit me in the forehead. I will never purposely create a piece of content that is boring ever. Yeah, so it's really just for you, just so you stay entertained. Now, yep. let's talk about one of the things that you know the sales line, your quote unquote day job, does really next level, and you do really next level. And I, I touched on it, and that's video. And man, they're just so well thought out. And, you, you know, if you go on the homepage, which I'll link in the show notes, you've got those infinity background videos going on. And, you know, I touched on the tutorial videos that you do so well. The question is, how powerful have videos been for you guys? And for people who've neglected it, how should they get started? Yeah. So first of all, they've been really powerful because video is probably other than podcasting, which I have to mention because, hey, we're on a podcast uh, other than podcasting, uh, you know, video. Uh, it's the gateway, if you will, to people trusting, liking and knowing us. Um, it's also the way that people really love to digest uh, information anymore. If you look at the younger generation and I would love to call myself the younger generation, but I'm a realist and I know I'm not. But if you look at my my kids, uh, they don't they don't go read blogs. They go to YouTube and they watch videos on anything they want to learn. And so one of the things uh, that we even do with our clients is we're trying to get to the point where 50% of the content that all of our clients create moving forward is video-based content. So we've wow. got the written word and we've got video uh, as well. Now, part of your question, and by the way, the powerful part is that if people don't trust, like, and know you, they ain't going to buy jack from you, Moby. And so that, that's what you're trying to do, right? Um, um, you want them to be able to be like, hey, I like how this guy looks and I like what he's talking about and I connect with them. And you know what? I think I'm just going to get their service or their product or their software, whatever, whatever it be. Now, 
a, a good way, and I'm going to do a little self-promotional plug uh, just because it fits. A good way to get started with video would actually be to join me and uh, my partner uh, from the sales line, Kevin Phillips, on our upcoming webinar. That's Thursday, October 24th. We're actually talking about four ways to start implementing video into your marketing. Ooh, go nice. figure. I didn't, <laughs> so, I did not know that. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, please go on. Yeah. So you can sign up for that, but, but I'll give you two tidbits, maybe even three, just depends on this riff here of what you can do to get started. The first thing is use what you have, right? Everybody puts this roadblock in front of themselves of like, oh, I got to have this camera and these mics and the background has to look this way and that way. And oh my gosh. And it's, and it's the disease of perfectionism. No, you know, get a couple iPhones, heck the new ones shoot at 4k. And so, you know, get one that is actually your video and use a second iPhone for, you know, your shotgun mic that's going to be closer to you. Nobody will really be able to tell the difference, but you'll at least have a video and a video had is better than one that never existed. The other thing that you might be able to do is buy tools that allow you to do multiple tasks. So, uh, for instance, you referenced the tutorials that I do. I use a little piece of software called Camtasia, right? And what it allows me to do is record uh, the, the video from my iMac. It allows me to record the audio from my, you know, my ATR 2100 microphone, which makes me sound all like smooth and, you know, whatever, clean and like a radio announcer. Uh, and, and it then allows me to also record the screen. So what that means is I can hop in front of my iMac and say, hey, I just want to record a video where I just riff on something and I don't record the screen, uh, which I've done and then put to YouTube or Facebook. Uh, and again, there was no extra cost other than I had the computer and I had the mic. Or I go in and I create a tutorial where you see a couple seconds of my face where I'm being funny, introing the uh, tutorial, and then boom, I slide to here's my screen, here's HubSpot, here's Wistia, here's YouTube, whatever tutorial I'm doing, and then boom. You know, and look, Camtasia is like 99 bucks. Like any marketing budget could afford that piece of software and it allows you again to do multiple things. So the last piece I'll talk about is more of a, a personal thing. Not for me, Mo, because I just don't care. But for the folks that might be listening to this is, and, and I don't mean to say this meanly, but just get over yourself. Like just, just get over yourself, get comfortable with video. Nobody cares about your hair or your nose or your chin. They're not paying attention to that. They're actually trying to listen to you be a thought leader in your space, and they're trying to educate themselves on that thing that is complex and you can make simple through your video. So just do it. Yeah, yeah. The thing I'd love to add to that is, you know, just purely, and you've alluded to this already, but purely just add value. Like, I heard mm. something the other day in my research that you guys on the Hubcast didn't talk about anything salesy for 56 episodes. Yep. 56 episodes until you even said, hey guys, by the way, just in case, if you're in town and this is what you're looking for, then this is what we offer. Like that, that's, yeah. yeah, that's dedication. And anyway. you want to know the second part of that? So we waited till episode 56 to start promoting anything that we did. But last year, we did well over six figures just from promoting events and workshops through the Hubcast. Yeah. Man, when are you guys coming down under? When are you coming to come see us in Sydney? Hey, as soon as people figure out how to get us down there, I'm on board. It's, it's funny because I've talked to... Uh, Adam from the kingdom. And yeah. I've said, look, just so everybody knows, anybody listening, it is my bucket list to get down under. Like ever since I, w I think I was like 11 years old, Moby, and I watched, and I don't even know if you guys know this movie, but it's Quigley Down Under. 
And I was like, I got to I got to get there. Like, I got to get there yesterday. And so one of these days, I don't know how. It'd be great if it was a HubSpot intensive training or multiple companies said, hey, let's bring them in and I'm there for a couple weeks, whatever. But as soon as we figure out how to get me there, I'm on a plane, brother. Man, I'm just writing on my to-do list now. I'm going to buy a bucket. I'll be at Inbound. <laughs> and it'll be the, the Georgie B come to Sydney fund. But yeah, I'm sure, there you sure go. it happens sooner or later. George, in, in 2016, more and more marketers feel like they're barely keeping their chin above the water when it comes to digital marketing and the learning curve. And if you, when you compound that with the fact that some digital roles are increasingly becoming siloed and specialized, you know, you've got a data role guy versus a social role versus a content marketing role. And I just wanted to, you know, drawing from your own personal experience, how important is it to broaden your skills just beyond your job description? And how does someone make continuous learning uh, a habit? How do they make that a thing? Yeah, yeah, Moby. So first of all, let's just talk about how this whole kind of niche, you know, job title, data, this designer, that developer, it doesn't scale. Like it, it, it really, I can see in the near future where companies are going to be like, yeah, okay. There's this one guy or gal that can do all of those. And so that's who I'm hiring. And so I'm just going to kind of express another piece that I feel of is you, you spend time on what is valuable to you. Right. And so if being a master at your trade is valuable to you, then you watch that sixth HubSpot certification or that 22nd Lynda.com, you know, tutorial versus, uh, I don't know, um, Mad Men on Netflix. Right. Or Suits on Amazon, you know, Prime, whatever it is, you spend time doing that. I mean, there's plenty of evenings where I've wanted to just do something relaxing and fun and uh, whatever. And then I realize I want to do this other thing that's relaxing and fun. And I go get that, you know, seventh certification, that third certification. Um, and, and what's funny is we talk about HubSpot certifications, but where it all started for me was lynda.com certifications. Uh, and so here's what I can tell you. If you map out, these are the two uh, disciplines or four disciplines that I want to at least know a little about, you become much more um, investable in or however you want to word this to employers. So really, I'm kind of going down to a personal brand conversation right now. So if I wanted to go get a job today, and not that I want to because Marcus Sheridan, by the way, is the best boss ever. Uh, and the sales line is like the coolest marketing playground that I've ever been in my life. But if I wanted to, the fact that I took time to take lynda.com courses and learn design principles and how to use Illustrator and Photoshop and InDesign, I have that bucket that I can reach into and use. The fact that I've also taken courses you know, on uh, different websites like Team Treehouse for development and WordPress and, and all those things um, allow me to say, hey, yeah, if you needed something developed in WordPress or in HubSpot, um, I can do that. The fact that I've taken time time to actually look at what is inbound marketing, inbound sales, you know, the sales tool, the marketing tool, the, the COS and developing in it allows me to reach into that bucket. And Moby, what's funny is I'm thinking about a story that just happened to me two days ago. A buddy asked me, he called me and he was kind of in a funk and he said, you know, I want to do what you're doing, but I don't know how you even, how do you go about knowing what you want to learn? 
And I came up with this visual representation for Moby. I said this. I said, look, when they order books for a library, they don't order them because they're going to be checked out. They order them in the possibility to have them to be checked out. I said, so what I'm doing is just adding books to my library that at some day somebody will say, do you know anything about SEO? And I can reach back into those whiteboard Fridays by Rand Fishkin and go, hey, I actually know these 17 things that might help your business. That's, that's literally what I'm trying to do. And so that's why for me and for any marketer out there that really wants to just take it to the next level to be world-class, top-notch, whatever stupid phrase you want to add to it, is that they embrace this thing that is continual learning and they envision themselves as a sponge. Anything is ar- that is around them that they can learn, their job is to simply soak it up. Yeah, I love it, man. love that philosophy, every single word. All right, let's talk about leadership for a moment. And you touched on Marcus for a second. Now, you have the enviable dream job of working alongside the Marcus Sheridan, you know, TSL founder, <laughs> hub, your Hubcast co-host, inbound marketing legend. And I watched the most recent episode of The Balance, um, I think episode 19. And man, like, I've got to tell you, I, I really felt the bro love between you guys, man. Like, I've always known you guys were, you know, pretty tight and whatnot, but, you know, that that episode was very moving for me. And I'll link that in the show notes as well, the video um, show. So just put into perspective for everyone else. So in episode 19 of The Balance, Marcus speaks uh, about you, George, in reference to the idea that companies need to support and elevate the brand of their employees. And he says, and I quote, I feel like it's my responsibility to help him reach his potential and help him elevate his brand. And he actually goes on to say that your path might actually take you away from TSL one day when when you're sort of, you know, you'll miss the next level famous and and it's wrong that most CEOs are afraid of building brands of their employees. So, you know, apart from being an incredibly moving thing to hear, I can imagine, please talk about that, please. But why should leaders play such an active role in employee brand building as to opposed to just paying a lip service, which is 90% of the time? Yeah, so a couple of things. First of all, I didn't even know episode 19 was coming. And so when I watched it, Moby, I got a little emotional too. Mm. Uh, the other thing is when he did say that it may take me away from the sales line, I, that scared the crap out of me. I was like, no, 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 no. What are you like? What are you saying there? Right. But then we were able to have a conversation and I understand what he's saying. And and but I don't want that to happen, but it may happen. Okay, so now let's really talk about the question. And the only way that I can put this is that when I got hired at the sales line, I said, dude, just so you know, like I'm in it to win it. I got your back. And, uh, you know, no matter what happens, I'm going to make you look good. Those are like my entering words uh, into the sales line. And I've done every day what I can to do that. In return, he has uh, at every opportunity kind of taken my brand, put it on a pedestal uh, with the hubcast, uh, you know, with uh, speaking gigs, with whatever you want to just training times of like, hey, maybe if you said things this way, you know, here's a, here's a principle of communication, try using this. Um, just, just being able to be in the same space has been just crazy, you know, positives to the brand. Now, here's where most people uh, are, is they're working at a company, 
And it's all about the company brand. And it's just that way because that's the way it's always been. But what we need to realize with this thing called social media and this thing called inbound and content marketing is that we're playing in a different space, not only in sales, not only in marketing, not only in service, which we're all talking about right now, but we're also playing in a different space of how you need to treat uh, your employees. And Marcus is really leading the way uh, as far as in our company and showing other companies the way this should be done. And that's your brand isn't necessarily your brand, but your brand is the people in it. And if they just come to work uh, and they give, you know, the six to eight hours and they just do what needs to be done and that's it, your brand will only stay where it's at. But if you get them to the point where they just absolutely ooze and love the brand and, and the people behind the brand and the message of the brand, then they're not they're going to work 10 hours. They're going to work 12 hours. They're going to think about how could I build that landing page on Saturday at 3.30 in the afternoon because it's raining and I just don't have anything else to do, but I love this company so much. And so you're going to get uh, a ton out of them. Listen, Gary Vaynerchuk says you get more from honey than vinegar. And that's that's really the concept here. If you as an employer will take your employees and just push them up, your brand will explode. It just will explode. And there, there, there comes a day where Marcus may not speak somewhere, but I do. And guess what? The sales line is there, just like this podcast. He's not on this podcast, but I've mentioned him and the sales line multiple times. Why? Because all, all ships rise together. Hmm. His brand, my brand, the sales line brand. And that's just the way we treat it as an employee and him as an employer. And, and I will say, if you're an employer or an employee and you're like, I don't really get this. I need to understand this. You need to go to Moby's show notes and you do just I'm not asking you to watch the other 18 episodes about work life balance, but you do need to watch episode 19 because it is something special. And it's something that I think will be transforming uh, companies all over the place in the next, you know, two to five years. Yeah, yeah, next level, man. And man, Marcus is like one cool dude, isn't he? Like, and he's cool, like Will Smith as a dad, cool. Not cool, like John, <laughs> not like not cool. Sort of like Johnny Depp, cool before he went cray cray and tried to smuggle rabid dogs in our country. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Moby, you know what makes him cool is that he's not trying to be cool. You know what I mean? He's just he's just being him. Like, like we've all been put on this planet. We've all been given certain gifts and talents. Uh, and and instead of trying to be somebody else, like just be the best you that you can be. If any, if you take anything from this interview, is just just do you, man. Just do you. Before I go on, I've, I've actually got to admit to you, Georgie B. I would say, I'd go as far as saying he's my favorite marketing personality. And, you know, it's because of actually mad marketing. That was my motivation to start Inbound Buzz, I swear. Nice. I shit you not. Because I was like, man, I don't know if I can do it my own. Because I couldn't, you know, get a co-host at the time. And I'm, and I'm like, man, Marcus is ripping it. So, yeah, just, just some uh, FYI for you there. Um, so you hey, got well, a, just yeah. just so you know, don't go too far off that. Just so you know, Moby, you're holding your own, brother. Like I love your podcast, so you're doing good. Ah, oh, thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. Got your back. So you you've got a son, Noah, and I've actually got a son, Noah, too. You know, four year old Noah myself. So, um, and I recently saw this was really cute. I recently saw a Facebook live video where you shared footage of your son mowing lawns as a part of a you know business venture that he's starting. Mind you, Georgie, like I, I love how you're just yapping away on the phone and your son's like pushing this lawnmower who's bigger than himself. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
But the question is, the question with Noah and your, your three other beautiful children, mind you, like how are you building that entrepreneurial spirit in them? And if you can share some tips with me as a, a fellow parent as well and other fellow parents and future parents that might be listening, what are you doing to instill that? Yeah, yeah. So first of all, so I don't sound like a total loser. Um, I do the weed eating and I do the blowing while he's doing the mowing. So <laughs> I do help out. But but, you know, and it's not just him. It is all the kids. Right. So my one daughter, she's very creative. And, you know, her latest thing is creating an Etsy store and uh, doing this thing where you print out pictures and then transpose them on wood and make them so they can hang on your wall and stuff like that. And, and so here's what it boils down to, though, is um, and I don't share this all the time, but Moby, I think this is this is a good point to share. This is when I was a kid, you know, I was uh, I was about 15 and a half, 16 years old, and I had an experience where I went into school one day, and I thought it was going to be a normal day, and uh, you know, I I'm sitting in math class, I can still hear you know the the scratching of the chalk on the chalkboard, I can still kind of feel the hardwood desk, and uh, and I might have been goofing off a little bit, knowing me. But I, I had this math teacher who looked me bold in my face in front of everybody in the class and said, you'll never amount to anything. And and so that kind of like affected me for a lot of years in my life until I kind of broke that mold. And, and that's probably why I'm so passionate and driven and kind of the the, uh, you know, absorbing everything around me because I'm trying to at one point prove him wrong. But now realizing, hey, it's just my makeup and who I am. So take that little bit of idea of somebody being told they'll never amount to anything. I do the polar opposite of that and look at my kids and say, yeah, you can do that. Like, if, oh, yeah, you want to you want to make these pictures and put them on. Yeah, you can do that. You want to mow lawns in the, you know, the uh, neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Let's figure out how to make that happen. Uh, they come to me, you know, hey, dad, can we build a website? For, yeah. 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 Hey, that's an interesting idea. How do we how do we edit video? We want to do a YouTube channel. Yeah, sure. Let's here. I'll show you how to do that. Right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the perfect parent. Like I still get aggravated and frustrated. and I'm tired and I'm like, not right now and things like that. But it's still that that base philosophy of letting them know, look, actually, there's a couple of things. A, I believe in you. Uh, and B, I don't care what it is. We can figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, final question, George, and I, I can't believe the time has run out so fast. But final question for you. And this one revolves around your personal brand ascension, um, because I totally agree with Marcus, man. You're, you're on the path, dude. So... And anyone who follows you, you know, checks you out on Twitter and, and I'll, I'll link to everything that you do in your personal site as well, they'll probably feel an in incredible amount of hustle. And I'd love to ask you here now, because it appears last three, four years, uh, particularly in the last couple of years, if I'm honest, it seems like your brand has started to go next level. What has worked for you personally in your elevation and how do you continually work towards it? Yeah. And so I want to give you the default answer of you got to put in the work, you got to hustle, you got to grind. Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? That's not the answer I really want to give you, because I'll tell you, the thing that I think has taken me to the next level is is a couple of things. One, it's just an obnoxious level of caring. Right. And what I mean by that is caring about a community and caring about clients uh, or communities that might ask questions on tutorials or on podcasts. And, uh, you know, I could just go through the motions and create the things that we need to create. But when I take the time to do it, there's just like it, it's a painful process of like, I just want to make sure this show is absolutely what, you know, this person is going to need to go to the next level. 
The other thing is I come from a level of, you know, love in a couple different ways. One, I love what I do. Uh, I love who I work for. And I love the people that are actually surrounding me in this community around HubSpot. I mean, I have so many agency owner friends, uh, HubSpot user friends, uh, folks that don't even uh, really play in this space, but they listen to the Hubcast just because they like the community uh, that are friends. And so if somebody emails me in the middle of you know the day or night and says, hey, can I have 30 minutes? I want to talk to you about how to create a podcast. Uh, my answer isn't, oh, I'm George B. Thomas and I'm busy and I just don't know if I can fit that in. My answer is, sure, bud, here's a link to my calendar, find a time that works for you. And then I spend that 30 minutes explaining podcasts, explaining video, explaining HubSpot, explaining whatever I can. And if, I, if I'm not the guy, if I can't help you, I'm going to be like, man, I don't know nothing about that, but here's somebody who does. And Moby, a little secret, whenever I hear myself say that, I know the next thing that I'm going to learn. <laughs> just saying that's the next direction I'm going to go. So when I have to pull that book off the shelf, I have it for the next person. So, so really it's caring, right? It's loving. Um, but then the last thing I'll tell you is that every morning when I wake up, I try to have a three word philosophy that, that really just takes me through the day. Hmm. And that's, and that's this be human, be happy and be helpful. Those three things, if I focus on that every single day, then I become a magnet that people, they just want to be around or they want to have as a utility or, or some relationship is there because I'm focused on those three things. Imagine if um, Triple H had that as his tagline. You know, from the right? WWE thing. That'd be so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love it, man. Love it. George, thank you so much for your time. Sorry for going a little bit over. It feels like it's been like five minutes. Um, you guys are having a bit of a shindig at the Aloft Hotel at Inbound, so no doubt I'll bug you further there. Man, nice. Thank you, thank you so very, very much, Mr. George B. If there's anything you want to say, please drop it now. Um, but, man, keep up the hustle because it's incredibly inspiring to watch, dude. Yeah, you know, the only thing I'll say is if anybody wants to connect with me at Inbound or if you're not going to Inbound and you want to connect with me, definitely hit me up on the Twitters at uh, George B. Thomas. You can even uh, connect with me on Facebook, Mr. George B. Thomas. And yes, even though I am an old fort in the HubSpot world, you can even connect with me on Snapchat and that's George B. Thomas as well. I will be uh, snapping a lot of the Inbound event as it goes by. And we even have our own Hubcast GeoFilter set up uh, to be around the BCEC in Boston. So super excited about that. Ooh, um, I'm from Sydney, so I can't really get your shirts. Are you going to have any shirts available or they're all gone now? Oh, I got shirts available, brother. Oh, man. <laughs> put, put, put a small, actually, I've, I've put on a few pounds. Put a medium aside for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll do it right after this interview. Man, thank you so much. Have a great day. You bet. It's been a blast, Moby. Thanks. Mr. George B., you are truly one of a kind. If you are at Inbound this year, do not miss this guy's session. He's such a generous guy and he's not going to give a second-rate job at his inaugural Inbound presentation. And if you're not going to be there, don't worry. I'm sure I'll share some highlights myself, but nothing beats being there. Do yourself a favor and hit up George B. Don't be shy. Literally hit this dude up. He's pretty much given you an open invitation to ask him anything. He's on Twitter, at George B. Thomas. And in the show notes, redpandas.com forward slash EP33, I'll link to not only his Facebook, his Twitter, his Snapchat, 
but I think I counted 13 or 14 links and resources he mentioned through the show. Definitely check those out. It actually worked out really well for you guys because I just recorded this episode a few days ago. So do yourself a favor and check out the free sales line video webinar where the guys will be sharing four ways to implement video into your marketing. Now, Georgie B said Thursday, October 24, but what he meant to say was October 27. If you're in Australia like me, then that's Friday morning, October 28th. You don't need to memorize any of those details at all. Just remember to get onto redpandas.com forward slash EP33, where when you finish your drive, your commute, your jog, whatever you're doing, you'll find all the details there. If you're like me and you get an invite to a webinar every other week, this is the one you don't want to ignore, so definitely get onto it. If you're a regular fan of the show, you would have picked up already that as much as this show is about inbound marketing, digital marketing, and AdWords, and content marketing, all that great stuff, it's often also about personal development and continuous learning. It's a big theme with a lot of our guests, and I'm always intrigued how experts like George B. learn and grow and he's absolutely right. Like the niche thing doesn't scale. It's so true. Some specializations have faded as fast as they were blowing up. For instance, Cold Fusion as a programming language is almost but dead. And when Facebook released their algorithm where they changed, where everyone, all your fans would see your post, but now only a small percentage of your updates were being seen, that immediately devalued the social media marketing manager's role. And look, that role's not dead. But when that did happen, a lot of people said that, look, you know what, maybe this role doesn't have the value that we thought it did. And it's true. There's less people hiring for those roles today. It's not about being a jack of all trades, a master of none. It's not that. It's about learning and growing in every area of your field and even sub-area of your field. So when someone talks about that stuff, when that topic's being brought up, you know exactly what they're talking about. This is something that's personally worked for me. Be forever adding those books to your skills library and the moment you aren't in the middle of learning something new, you should be very nervous. And I only say that out of genuine care. On that note, I truly thank you once again for your time and for your attention. Hit me up at MobySleek on Twitter or Moby at redpandas.com.au and I look forward to catching up with you again for another episode of Inbound Buzz. Thanks for listening to Inbound Buzz. Learn anything? Return the favor by spreading the word. Want to make your mark in digital? Need help with your digital strategy, inbound, and marketing automation efforts? Then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another Inbound Buzz hit.